Welcome back, everybody. This is the Chronic Health Podcast of Greystone Chiropractic in Birmingham, Alabama. I'm Dr. Lee Goldenberg. I'm Teresa. I'm Amanda. I'm Anna. And I'm Sarah. And we're here in Birmingham to talk all things wellness. And we've had a lot of great feedback on the last few episodes of the podcast. We did a few interviews. We talked last week all about immune function. And I thought that is such a an important topic. We might want to just stick with that a little longer and talk a little bit more in depth. And so we had a few questions. I think, um, you know, in, in the practice, we see a lot of people and a lot of our people listen to the podcast and we're really proud of that and happy about that. Um, one of the questions that somebody asked me is, um, you know, who's doing all this research? <laughs> and, and, you know, we talk a lot of research, but honestly, there's not that much out there because who does most of the research in in the world mostly there's there's researchers that do this that are put to the task to do it by a company that wants to prove that their product works yeah, or their drug works companies. yeah so unfortunately there's not a ton of money in it so like me Joe Schmo chiropractor isn't isn't funding there's not a lot of companies that are funding it so uh, some of the schools in academia do it I worked in the the research center in um, chiropractic school while I was a student and also um, volunteered and then I you know got a job doing it and I, I worked on four different studies uh, but these were all relegated to pain and so to find these studies that talk about function brain function immune system blood flow um, circulation all these great things that we know chiropractic benefits it's hard to find these but they're starting to come out more and more yeah. So it's not like they're just out in front of my face all the time. I have to, you know, research it and look for it. But I'm doing that constantly and keeping up with it. So I like to share all that. So mm-hmm. one of the things I came across the other day that I was trying to do a Facebook Live about, but my <laughs> microphone was muted. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So um, I deleted it. So I, I might redo it once. But, you know, I came across this years ago, this study, Objective Physiologic Changes Associated with chiropractic adjustments and asymptomatic subjects. What does that mean? <laughs> Basically, no people that go to the chiropractor without any pain or symptoms going because they know they want to stay well, because they know it keeps them well. Um, and this uh, Dr. Hannon uh, basically reviewed literature over many years from many different sources, and basically they, they randomly selected different chiropractors. They asked them, you know, how many people are coming in for wellness care, how many people are coming for pain-based care, and... You know, what are the things you've noticed and what what do people report? And they found in all aspects of health, they had improvements due to keeping the body well, not just getting it out of pain. And they talked about brain function. They talked about physiological changes like uh, breathing better, having less uh, inflammation, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about today, and having better blood flow and brain function. So this study was a really groundbreaking one. It was not necessarily a study on its own. It was more of a review of other studies, but amazing information. And so we'll share this on our uh, links after after we post this podcast in the notes. Um, what have you guys heard uh, this week since we've we've posted the last podcast? Well, I mean, I've had people asking about, well, you know, I mean, we hear it's like a buzzword that like we hear the word inflammation. Like, really, what, like, what is inflammation? Like, is yeah, just like, my doctor says I'm inflamed yeah. because my markers are up. I'm chronically inflamed. But yeah, what why? That, what does that mean? Like, what does it mean to be inflamed? Yeah, that's a great question. I think the, um, the immune system is the first um, responder. And when there's it, 
a pathogen or an injury or you know something's not right the the body says well let me just throw down some chemicals there to either help it or just hunker it down so it doesn't get worse and so people become inflamed and so because initially it's helpful, right? I mean, initially to get you over something. Yeah, like when we we cut get a cut on our leg or mm-hmm. something. That's why it feels a little puffy, hot. hot yeah, mm-hmm. inflamed. Basically, you you break an ankle. It's not going to be the same size. It gets inflamed and bigger because there's a lot more chemicals in there to try to to help it uh, heal, to protect the ligaments, protect the muscles, protect the joint. Um, the problem is some people or a lot of people, I should say, have chronic inflammation. What do you think that means compared to the acute inflammation from an injury? It could be shown internally, too, like with um, especially what you eat, just yeah. inflamed GI tract. Like people wonder why they have an upset stomach all the time. It's like, well, maybe mm. it's you're not eating the whole foods that your body needs to I agree. Nice so that's Nutrition is huge. So that's the thing. If you're chronically inflamed, a lot of times your GI system is inflamed. Your gut is inflamed because either maybe we over the years had too many steroids with either um, you know medication like uh, Benadryl type thing or corticosteroids due to ear infection or I hurt. So you know the first response a lot of time in mainstream medical care is going to be here take a steroid pack mm-hmm. if, you're, if you've got a cold what do you do z pack or whatever or those are called yeah and so uh, a steroid will break down the gut bacteria it'll also uh in the, in the short term reduce inflammation but in the long term if you take too many of them it starts breaking down joints and and that will cause more inflammation mm-hmm. because it's a chronic situation the body keeps saying hey we're being attacked let's inflame everything so what happens when you're inflamed for so long? Like what happens to the body? I feel like um, I've seen it in here a lot. I mean, people on the outside, people are very hurt and always um, almost like a fibromyalgia type presentation where people hurt all over. They've got a lot of trigger points. They're chronically uh, fatigued. They don't sleep well. Their gut usually is, you know, either irritated or they have IBS or they don't, you know, eliminate well or easily. Um and typically, the body is on a uh, a trend of fighting, always fighting things, and it's fighting itself. Eventually, when it's so chronic, it becomes autoimmune, and then the body's attacking itself because it thinks what's going on inside. It, you know, it's 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 in a war, and it's trying to fix itself, but then it can't. So then it tries to inflame itself more. It's almost like a vicious cycle, and we got to break that cycle. One of the ways I think it's really important to is to reduce the interference on the nervous system. Obviously, chiropractic care is really essential for that. We have some evidence over the years that we found that really points to taking good care of your nervous system by adjusting, reduces inflammation, reduces cortisol, which is the stress chemical that happens during the inflammatory process, during the stress process, um, and then and then feeding ourselves the right nutrients so that we're not constantly eating junk and getting it more inflamed yeah, i remember a study that we went over a couple of episodes ago talking about how, like after adjustments the reduction in cortisol that was seen so yeah, they found that across the board the mid thoracic spine you know because it's it's in control of the sympathetic nervous system which is your fight or flight mechanism anytime you get stressed anytime you get injured anytime you think about a bear attack or anytime there's an actual bear attack your body secretes cortisol and if we're in overabundance of cortisol, what happens? We get tight, 
Anxiety. Anxiety. I hear you digestive. Too. <laughs> yeah, digestive issues, reproductive issues mm. potentially. And so cortisol is it's important to help reduce that if it's in abundance or in excess. So you need it to a certain extent. So I get adjusted, I can I You can actually sleep. reduce. Uh, <laughs> ergo. Yeah, I, I mean but but then when I look at the studies that say chiropractic is better for brain function. I always say, yeah, chiropractic makes you smarter. So I guess if you're saying that that's the case, then hey. I don't know about that. I can't promise that people are going to lose weight, just like I can't say you're going to get smarter. However, less pressure on nerves that control your body to deal with stress, which mm-hmm. does control weight, and it also controls brain. So mm-hmm. why not take pressure off of the most vital functions in your body? It's like taking your foot off the water hose when you're trying to get mm-hmm. water to the garden, you know? Yeah, I love that analogy. Thank you. I didn't create it. <laughs> I well, stole it. It makes me think about, you know, like if you're like subluxated in like your lower lumbar area and like, oh, like, well, what's going on with my, you know, reproductive organs? Like what's going on with like my digestive? GI? Yeah. Yeah. Like what's like, I need. Like what's going on? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm that worried. is what's going on. For most of us, think about it. <clears throat> when we have a, uh, a, uh, 30-pound weight on top of our 20-pound head, 15-pound head, because of all the forward posture that we have. Think about what has to... to Everyone's posture in here changed. Just changed. But think about about how much more work the lower back has to do to handle that cantilever kind of uh, positioning. It's almost like trying to hold a bowling ball out in front of you all day long, you know, three feet away from you. How fatigued must you be? But that's the chronic situation for most people. So that's the thing that, that we've got to work on. And that's something like, you don't even really think about. You don't. You don't in everyday life. I do every day, all day. But that's, <laughs> that's because you know, I'm a little neurotic about that. Um, and I try to teach it to everybody. I so you walk around all day and look at people's forward heads. <laughs> I do that. I, I do so that. Start like, looking here. I know. Like? Exactly. <laughs> Can you imagine what it looks like on the inside if we're that forward on the outside or that crooked? You know, there's no health in crooked, so we got to get that to as straight as it can be, and and with the proper amount of curve from healthy the side. Curves. Yeah, healthy curves from the side, which means that your neck has a nice smooth banana shaped curve, and it keeps the spinal cord communicating the right information from the brain down. So that's that's the key. Awesome. So obviously, we've talked about how chiropractic adjustments help reduce inflammation um what else helps with inflammation i always like to look at supplementing as well whether it's uh, i mean foundationally you've got you've got to look at what you're you're eating if it's a lot of sugar or even if we don't think we're eating a lot of sugar if we're eating grains a lot of grains Mm -hmm. that turns into sugar if we're eating a lot of fruit even turns you have to turn fructose into glucose Mm -hmm. for use in the body so yeah you're you're turning already a lot of sugar into more sugar (laughs) so fruit and dairy is another one Uh, those are all inflammatory to the body in excess Uh, i would say if somebody was having a major problem with chronic inflammation start taking out one thing and the easiest thing in my opinion would be dairy but maybe for you it's not maybe it's grains one of them take one of them out for at least three weeks or four weeks to at least get an indication hey i'm moving better i'm sleeping better my brain is less foggy then we can look at either moving forward and taking another thing out like dairy or, or processed sugar. Definitely should be taking away processed sugar, but 
look, I understand for some people there's there's an addiction, and most people hard. in a year eat over a hundred pounds of sugar, oh, a table oh sugar, like 140, I think is the the number. So um, that's on average, and so that's that's one big factor we need to to reduce that. But to supplement your daily uh, regime, I, I would add turmeric and fish oil because it's essential what fatty is, what acid. Turmeric helps the body reduce inflammation, helps it move better, um, helps it actually detox a little bit, and helps the brain work better because there's just less irritation, less inflammation. So turmeric has been shown to do wonders for joint health as well. The problem with turmeric <clears throat> is that um, not every company treats it the same way. They dig it out of the ground. They might they might plant it in soil that's not healthy. Maybe there's lead in the soil. I think one study showed there was lead in the turmeric that they measured. So I, I don't, this is why I don't just tell people, okay, go anywhere and get whatever product on the shelf. You know, there's def- differences between brands and I can't know all the brands or anything. I can't say here's the top 10 best this or that. I do know that there are certain things that I look for in a company and you know, Herb is a great one. They're they're based in Australia, and um, a lot of their products come from Australia, New Zealand, and Africa, places where they actually regulate, in, in Australia, they regulate their herbs like it's medicine. So you can't get it anywhere without their inspectors looking at it, and you can't get it from somebody who's not a doctor. So here we have no oversight. Yeah. In America, you can call it turmeric. It could be literally sticks and stones ground up and painted orange. Mm-hmm. And it looks like turmeric. It smells like turmeric, but it's dirt. So you can't really you can't really trust some of these. But I know that you know from my research and different things, I'm sure we're always learning, and there's always going to be something better in the future that we figure out. But from what I know right now, I like the turmeric that, that they make at MediHerb, which we carry here, or you can probably order straight from you know one of your providers if you're not local usually a chiropractor or natural health office would be able to order that Uh, turmeric forte and then a fish oil that's essential essential fatty acids you can't make in your body you have to get it from your diet you just cannot eat enough salmon or tuna or whatever in the real in real life situations to extract enough of the fatty acids to benefit you Mm -hmm. as much as you need so that's why a more like concentrated. Oils, they're anti-inflammatory. Then. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Big time. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And hydration—that's a big one too. People don't realize. You know, we're we're chronically dehydrated. That's going to cause you to be inflamed. It's going to cause you to be fatigued and brain foggy and yada yada. You, you know, digestive everything. So get some more good good water. Now. Is there water in beer? This oh, I hear that every day, every day. Yeah, I'm about to leave here. I'm like, make sure you drink some water after this adjustment. Yeah, there's water and beer, right? No, well, yeah, but no, you're not going to absorb it because it'll dehydrate you. What about teas for inflammation for the non-coffee drinkers? Like, I think I probably. Mm-hmm. There's some good antioxidant properties in a, a green tea. Um, I, I'm not as familiar with brands or anything where I could tell you, um, but I do know there's a lot of different supplements that use green tea extract yeah. in them mm-hmm. for healthy uh, function as well. Sort of like those Brain poly- function. Polyphenols, polyphenols right, yeah. is a strong antioxidants, which help with inflammation and everything too. It helps with inflammation, helps with uh, free radical damage, which means uh, you know, if we're toxic, if we're stressed, or if we're around uh, chemicals. If we're toxic. I don't know what toxic means. You mean uh, like when our friends talk smack about us, toxic? Like what? 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 What makes us toxic? Uh, what makes you toxic, or what makes? Did you just call me. Toxic? I did not. I mean, you... <laughs> what makes me toxic? I, I I don't know how to answer such a thing. 
All I know is that uh, most of us ingest a lot of toxins, and um, whether it's through our air, water, or food supply, or our lifestyle, extracurricular lifestyles, uh, we you know gather some toxins over time. And so, helping to to mitigate the damage would be because toxins will cause free radical damage, meaning the electronic uh, electron numbers will change, and then it'll start breaking down cells, and it'll start causing uh, an inflammatory process that eventually could be cancer or other sickness. Uh, we want to take things that help mitigate and reduce the damage from that. And those polyphenols are helpful for that. I think turmeric is excellent for that and fish oil. Adjustments are great for that as well. And it's so cool that it always goes back to getting an adjustment, <laughs> keeping your nervous system clear and clean. Yeah. And then I know for me personally, I started going to Dr. Lee as a as a patient, mm-hmm. um, going to the chiropractor, and then it was in steps for me. It was like going to the chiropractor, eating well, then having supplements, and it's been mm-hmm. a crazy change. Just in the slow steps, it's been a process, but... Yeah, it doesn't have to be cold turkey, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you got to do everything at once. I feel like people sometimes are worried to change something because they feel like they're going to have to do everything under the sun in order to mm-hmm. make a difference. Every little bit helps. It's like you don't eat an elephant all at once. I mean, hopefully you don't eat elephants, but <laughs> if you want to if you want to eat an elephant, you're going to do it one bite at a time. Or a big steak, you know, if you're in a competition, you know, trying to eat that 48-ounce porterhouse. But isn't that one of the principles of chiropractic too is that every everything takes time. Everything takes time. <laughs> Everything takes time. With the right amount of input and the least amount of interference, the body can heal. And this is why when people come in sometimes and they're, I wouldn't say old, I would say uh, mature. And, you know, maybe in their 70s, 60s, 70s, and they say, can I even do anything about this? I'm like, of course, we're all able to heal. It may be at a different rate than somebody that comes in that's, you know, four or five years old. Uh, But we all have that ability. And it also has to do with your attitude, your mindset, and how you feed yourself. What about sleep? <laughs> yeah, I don't do it. I don't <laughs> sleep is essential, obviously. If, you're, if you can't uh, repair at night, if you can't get into the parasympathetic um, process where your body rests and repairs, then, then we have a problem. So I have a lot of people that come in and say they can't stay asleep or they can't fall asleep, whatever the you know, problem might be. Uh, we got to get that corrected because the body can get the best chiropractic care, the best nutrition, the best everything. But when you can't sleep, you're not repairing as well and you're mm-hmm. end up probably over-toxifying the next day. So I've been through this. So I know sometimes when you're, when you're not sleeping in the middle of the night, you wake up at 2 or 3 in the morning and you can't get back to sleep. A lot of times it is either adrenal or liver. You know, your digestive system is overtaxed and it's trying to f- work on what happened that earlier that day. And if we ate too late, let's say I ate at 9 o'clock. Sometimes we're here late, right? On Monday nights, we're here very late. And we don't leave here until sometimes 8 o'clock. I don't eat till I don't want you guys eat at all. I, I, I don't eat. I do. I have to because I'm like well, definitely. Kind of, we, we, we are, you, <laughs> are you serious? I'm up there yeah. working yeah. until <laughs> 7.30. We you a bottled water, I think. So. <laughs> I can't believe I'm hearing this. Oh man, this is a revelation. So on Monday <laughs> nights we do our X-ray review, where we um, take new patients and explain exactly what's going on. We we teach them about w- what their X-rays should look like and what they do look like, and we come up with reports and explain it all. Except when I say we, it's me, and you guys are there um, <laughs> noshing, snacking. We're doing paperwork and uh, eating. Huh. 
okay, I'm, cameras are going up, and I'm going to figure out what's really going on. Um, so TikTok little videos. do you know, I do have cameras up there, um, and I do watch them on the weekends. Uh, okay, so, so no, I don't spy on you, but if I did, I'd find you eating while I'm working. So, um, but no, the, the point is, on Monday nights, I get home late, probably eat dinner at 9 o'clock, 9.30, and then uh, about 3 in the morning, I'm up. So those are things you have to eat real clean and hopefully not so late. And uh, if I had the ability to, to snack on a Monday night, if somebody would, would hook me up with that, like, that would be nice. No, yeah. no, I couldn't do that. But, but I can understand why some people do that. They work late and then they, uh, or they just, I don't know, don't get to eat until later or they don't choose to eat well and they get a, a snack later. That's what sets off the digestive system and then you're up. And you don't sleep well. So some of those those little tweaks can help you sleep better without having to make major changes in life. Then if you want to look at making some better changes, then you look at what you're eating quality-wise, getting the right kind of stuff. Good fats, healthy fats. What's a bad fat? Trans, trans fat. What is a trans fat? Um, trans fat is like a vegetable oil. Right, fast food kind of stuff, fats in the fast food, the processed stuff, hydrogenated stuff. Mm -hmm. That's all trans fats. Partially and fully. Partially and fully hydrogenated. They add hydrogen molecules to it, so it lasts longer and shelf stable, and it stays in our system. And stays in our system, and it stays on. Like literally, if you you took a hamburger from a certain chain and you literally left it on your kitchen table, it would really stay intact for years. Yeah. And I have colleagues that do this, and they put a um, certain type of meal, not a sad meal, but a another type, and they put it on a tray on their front desk in their office, and they write the year on on the, yeah. a little card. And I've got one friend who's got one from 2007. What is it now? 2021. It's 14 years old, and it's still intact, and it's perfect. And, like, not even a bit of mold, That's not a gross. bit of – it's gross, right? And so what does that do into your in your system? If it's things not breaking down, it's not real food. You know that it's, it's plastic or something, <laughs> or rubber or whatever. Many many other different products. Who knows? I mean, I don't know if they could ever find the secret sauce recipe because it's not real <laughs> ingredients. It's like aliens. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but but seriously, your body doesn't know how to how to digest that stuff. And but over time. I mean, you watched the movie Super Size Me, I'm sure. Yes. Over time, what does that do to somebody? In just 30 days of eating a certain type of food, okay. it made his him very sick. His blood pressure was up, cholesterol was up in just 30 days. Not even 30, it was like 22 yeah. days or something. And he was physically Ill. Physically, yeah, and he had gained a lot of poundage. And, well, uh, I know the other day, um, I, was eating, I wasn't eating very well, and I had eaten like half a bag of Doritos probably, and it was that evening that I started feeling sick mm. and that whole weekend it like I think it was like what kind of brought on this cold that I oh. had and then I was like okay well I'm not gonna do that but now yeah. I've been eating better and I've been feeling better it makes you're a, aware of it yeah it makes yeah. a big difference and, yeah and you notice and you're like oh gosh should have done that <laughs> but yeah when you're sick, stay away from well, it. Or when you're well. <laughs> when you're it's well, like, stay away from yes. it. Yes. When your body's trying to fight off the Doritos, it can't fight off the other pathogens, right? <laughs> the chemicals <laughs> from yeah. that. Exactly. So right. You're more prone to... Well, that's it for another episode of Chronic Health. We're excited that you're listening to us. And if you have any questions, feel free to email office at graystonechiropractor.com. Thanks, everybody. 6 a.m.